What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 295 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And Shelly Nolan. Hello. And this week, we're geeking out about Nintendo. Wait. Geeking out makes it sound like we're excited about it. We're not excited? I say we're, we're talking about Nintendo, but I have many things to say, and they're not all positive. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, we are also geeking out, or are geeking out at least, about Sonic 2 and a new show that looks absolutely diabolical. Ha 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 ha. Puns. A plus. Before we get into the Nintendo stuff, uh, <laughs> we have been playing some video games. I think I probably got the, the least exciting, so I'm just going to... Days gone. I beat it. We had a couple snow days oh, here nice. in Arkansas, which is a weird sentence. Um, that a is a weird sentence. <laughs> hey, we it had was... snow up here. We had snow up here. That's also really weird. Yeah, it is. I feel like that's weirder for Arkansas, though. Yeah, we got so we got in snow twice this year. Um, I don't know if you can call this last thing snow though. It like it stayed at thirty degrees. Uh-huh. Um, it fluctuated like thirty three degrees to thirty degrees, and so it rained mm-hmm. and like. I guess sleet, but it was this really hard, like almost hail-like okay. stuff. Okay, so you, did you get like slush? It was sheets of ice. Oh, that's yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, like it wasn't like you could go out and it looked like snow, but you would walk on it yeah. and it would literally be like an inch of ice on the ground. That's dangerous. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Over um, here, we we get slush and they call it snow, but they spell it with an e a u x and it annoys me. <laughs> it's like dull. Um, so I was super productive and uh, beat days gone. And, there you go. Um, story's good. There's a lot of things. They they really do need a sequel. A um, lot of unanswered Sounds stuff. like they're not getting one. Yeah. Rip. I, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm torn on it. That's I, a shame. I would hope that. Yeah. I understand why the game didn't do well. There's still, you know, the issues that I had with it at first. Um, and I still have those. Like, the story got good, but um that's one of those games that like a sequel could be really good you know like yeah like uncharted like when uncharted came out one like the first one was just kind of all right like people liked it you know but then Mm -hmm. two was just so much better and i feel like that could have been a thing for days gone this needs that it needs like a god of war four yes thing going for it it needs a uh, i think a sequel um they could learn a lot and a lot of other games have come out now um that they could really learn from uh that could make this really cool um I did go ahead, I had all the time, so I did go back and I got all of the different uh, camps. Uh, got their trust oh, up. Trust is something that you have to like build in each camp. It's kind of a score. <laughs> and uh, I think it was totally worth it uh, for the little 20-second clip that I got uh, for doing so. Literally all it was, but it was heartwarming. I, I felt like say, I did something. You should look and see how hard the Platinum is, because I know Sony has been getting like generous with some of their Platinums. Okay, I can look at it. If it's yeah. anything with difficulties, I'm out. I played yeah. it on normal. Yeah, most, um, most people, you, I mean, there's people that trophy hunt, but I feel mm-hmm. like the best, like, the, the best sets of trophies are the ones without, like, difficulty requirements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it's cool. I think my biggest complaint right now is that you can't replay that final mission, and I'm just not used to games doing that. Usually if you yeah. play a final mission you can go back and do that whenever you want 
Um, yeah. If I weren't to have gotten the trust that I did, um, I could not have gone back and gotten it and played that mission again to like get that ending, um, yeah. which is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, um, well, that's what happened to me with Dying Light. Um, with Dying Light 2, I couldn't go back and see the other ending, so I gotta, like, new- do another playthrough. Yeah, that's such a weird choice. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm just used to, it, like, saving the game basically right before the final mm-hmm. boss, and then you kind of go through and so do it's everything. It's like the point of no return kind of thing. Like, here you go. Yeah. This is it. Um, I did not get the secret ending, for those who, who know that there is a secret ending. Uh, I had just looked it up, because I was like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, that's um, what I do. I'm like, I get one ending. I'm like, I'm not about to go back. I remember when I played Amori, and I I beat the game, and I got like, I think the best ending. In fact, I know it was the best ending. But then someone in chat was like, "You need to go back and look at the other endings." And I'm like, I don't oh. really want to do that. I'd rather <laughs> just, just watch them. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Then I ended up going back and doing the bad ending because that was one I actually could do like pretty much right away. Right. The other endings I couldn't though. I had to look up the other endings and I'm like, I kind of <laughs> just wish I ended up the good ending and just like looked up all of them because it was like a little traumatizing. Well, <laughs> this is like, you don't even have to do anything really. Um, so you get, you beat the game and then there are three missions that come up just like while you're playing. And so they're kind of, um, uh, I don't know what you call them. We're at the end of a story. Like an epilogue? Epilogue, yeah. Um, yeah. They're like three epilogues, and then if you get all of the... Uh, of a certain mission, I don't want to give anything away. I guess if I tell you mm-hmm. what the missions are, then you kind of get what's going on. Um, and so then you meet a character again, and uh, you find out a little bit more about the world. Um, and it's pretty crazy, but and definitely would impact a sequel. Um, but I was just like, I'm done. I don't... I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping to get... Uh, Forbidden West soon. Yes. And play that. That's a great transition. If you liked the first Yeah. Segue. Yeah. Shelly, what do you think about Forbidden West? Um, I still like it. I actually haven't been playing it that much. I feel a little bit bad. Um, it's, it is really fun though. I have been running into so much jank that it's funny. But if I keep running into jank, it won't be funny. Like, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've not heard anything. There's like, a... is, is it like technical stuff? Like buggy stuff? Like it's some technical stuff. It's not. It's it's like um, when you fall and it takes forever to get up. It's uh... um, climbing. Just Aloy decides not to climb up because she doesn't want to, even though. She's at the top of, like, the cliff or something. Maybe or... she's still learning because she couldn't climb in the first game. Or then she, instead <laughs> of, like, I, I try to touch, like, to go to the right or top right, she ends up getting to the left or something. Uh... And I'm like, that's not where I told Why? And also, her commentary is important and good in some ways, but I'm a little bit annoyed that every time I re-enter certain areas, she will say the same thing. As she oh, says, weird. every time she enters this area, at least it's happened in one place for me. I don't know if it happens in every place. It could just be that hmm. particular place. But I'm like, okay, Aloy, like, I know this information. You don't have to say the same exact thing every time I'm back here. It's um, fee all over again. Yeah. Except it's her own voice inside her head. Yeah. That's kind of crazy yeah. just because I thought it was really intuitive. Um, you would get on a mount and then get off a mount in the original Horizon. And she would do, like, silly things to be like, never mind. 
And it was like, that's so cool yeah. uh, that I she think, had this little quick quip. I think her um, dialogue, AI or whatever, is actually still very intelligent and very smart and good most of the time. But then mm-hmm. there's times where it's like, um, I had this sort of side quest to go get some antlers from these machines. I don't remember what the names of them are. And um, it's like, okay, here's the site where they're supposed to be. And I'm like, cool. So I sit down and like she recognizes, right? This is the site where she's supposed to be. She's like, oh, well, I'm here. I should get those antlers. I'm like, I agree, Lily. That's, that's why awesome. I'm here. And that's fine. And, and then I, sh- and then I, what I do is for me, it's like, I see there's three machines. I have these antlers. I want to get all of them. And, um, I shoot them all. And then I kill the machines because mm-hmm. I want to safely retrieve those items afterwards. Right. There are items. Cause that's one thing in this game that I think is even more of a thing than the last game. There's like, I feel like in the last game, you could still kill lots of machines and still get all the stuff you can, um, all their stuff essentially whereas in this game it's yeah. like you really do have to be particular about shooting off certain parts because they just get destroyed when they're killed like a lot oh, of wow, them, okay. lot of them that's kind of very like parts. monster hunter ish yeah which is cool it's fine um i i actually like that i think it's cool but uh what i did is again i shot off all the antlers and i'm like cool and then i killed all of them and then she said oh that's too bad i didn't get any antlers i guess i'll have oh. to find another pack and i'm like aloy i literally what and so i was Rip. i was like so confused it like kind of took me out of it because i'm just like i'm literally i shot the antlers off i am on my way to retrieve them and then i retrieve them and i get all of them it almost made me think i did something wrong um but then i got all of them she's like oh that's all the antlers i need now i can go talk to this person again and i'm just like that's annoying days cool. gone had something like that where uh they have these nests that you have to go destroy oh i like the nests yeah i got over the dialogue like within the first few hours i just you couldn't the dialogue in Days Gone is so bad. But anytime yeah. you would drive up to nests, he would be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I got to take out these nests. Oh, and then yeah. when you drive past it, he'd be like, I'll have to remember to get those nests later. And yeah, it would be every like single that. time. <laughs> it's similar to that. And it's yeah. like, I've only played for, you know, 10 some hours. Like, I haven't played a ton. I'm not super far in the game yet. And so it's still mostly cool and intuitive to me. Like, there was one situation, it was helpful, um, they changed how Vista points work in this game. Uh, in the last game, It was the you... Tall Max, right? Oh, that was something in the last... Yeah, in the last game, there was, like, a point in which you would have to, like, you would basically just get to the top of, like, a tower, you'd get to the top of a place, and then you would look, and it would, like, give you information and stuff. Yeah. In this game, you get an image, and you have to line it up with what you see around you, um, which is a little okay. bit more interactive, I would say, than the last game. But um, you can only do it in a certain area. And what she'll do is she will say, like, you know, you tr- you look at an area. So I was, like, looking at the land point and I'm just like, obviously, this is supposed to match up. And she'd say, hmm, I think I'm a little too low. And I'm like, okay, I'll try going up higher. And so I go up, like, a cliff or something. She's like, hmm, I think I'm a little too high. <laughs> I think I-, I wonder if I should try this structure over here. I'm like, cool. And so I try the structure. Um, and then... Like, eventually it did line up. So that was one case where I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. actually yeah. kind of... And I, like, I actually went too far from the Vista Point area. And, like, she let me know. She's like, oh, I'm straying too far from it. And then once awesome. I re-enter the area, she said, oh, cool. Let me try this again now that I'm here again. And so it's like there's it's situations where it is really helpful and nice. But I think it's like it just makes it suck when it's like there's there's the times where it's like, oh, you're telling me something I literally already know and now you make <laughs> me feel dumb. Yeah. Um... Or I, I hear the same thing over and over again. These characters yeah. talk to themselves so much. 
It's mostly like, I know it's for you, but... Yeah. So, here's the thing with Aloy that... I, and I was talking to my husband about this, too, because I'm just like, man, like, she really does just talk to herself a lot. But, like, we talked about how, like, she was grown up as an outcast. So, if people who have never played the Horizon yeah. games... Um, this isn't spoilery. This is literally information you get from, like, the pre-intro or whatever. It, it's literally mm-hmm. the first thing you see in the first game. She's an outcast. Um, she just... Because just there's a situation that happened and her clan rejects her. And so she grows up from a child, uh, from being a baby, um, all the way to her adult life, just by this one guy. Um, and so she doesn't get to interact hardly with anybody at all. And so she does not have social cues. She is, <laughs> has, if you were to, again, we talked about one or two weeks ago, comparing characters and situations and media to d and I very yeah. much compare it to D&D because she has incredibly high decks, incredible, like really high strength. Um, very high intelligence. Her charisma is terrible. <laughs> it's like, that's like the lowest. Her charisma is so oh, bad. Yeah. That is yeah. her dump stat, 100%. And like, she can be intimidating, so that is one thing. But she does not have, she's like very blunt with everything. That's and but I think that has to do with, you know, again, like she talks to herself because maybe that's how, um, man, I don't remember his name, but the guy who raised her teach taught her how to like, um, I don't know how to process things and so she's yeah. like oh this is how i process things is talking out loud so that's just how she processes everything so it's like it kind of makes sense like for her but yeah. I think in most games no it doesn't but i think you can argue and i think it's a headcanon that works for me you're not even a headcanon more just like a <laughs> belief i guess that's cool of, though like, that there's context with backstory. it yeah, yeah but it, i kind of did that with days going to i was like he's out in the apocalypse by himself there's no one else around i guess he's yeah. going to talk to himself a little bit exactly like if you're in a position like that it's fair you have no um, friends. and again like <laughs> aloy too like she's literally always on her own like the only guy she had, the only person she had growing up was her caretaker. Um, and so she wasn't going to talk to anyone. She had no friends. Every time she tried to talk to people, they would throw stones at her because the clan said so. That sort of mm. thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's a little bit of a tangent, I guess. But <laughs> it's a but good game. Interesting observation. I'm glad I'm the only one that thinks that. Yeah, no. Um, but I'm still, I, overall, I'm still enjoying Horizon Forbidden West. I just um, kind of got a pause on it because I, we'll talk about Pokemon Day a little bit more soon um but i saw pokemon day and was like dang it i just want to play pokemon instead so <laughs> i have been playing more pokemon legends arceus i am like not at the final boss but i like am essentially at the final boss and by final boss i mean the epilogue boss not just like the main story boss. Right. the one the one that everyone talks about everyone like i have a theory for what goes on but i don't actually know like everyone says it's like the best final boss like ever and i'm like okay so i haven't done it yet but i i basically have done all the steps to get to that point and so that's cool also um part of pokemon day that um we were gonna you know they they announced some stuff one of the things they had was a free update for pokemon legends arceus that involves a massive mass outbreak and mass outbreaks are a thing of the game. Basically, if you have fully researched a Pokemon enough, sometimes an outbreak of them will appear, in which case you could just catch a whole bunch of them or fight a whole bunch of them if you want. Um, a lot of people use it for like shiny hunting because a lot of them show up. So now they have massive ma- mass outbreaks where it just it's like outbreaks show up all around the map for a certain period of time. Wow. I think they literally increased the shiny rate. I think they actually made it higher. Um, whereas before it's like, oh, you just encounter a lot, so it's more likely. It's like, it actually made the, the Princess of Chire for this. So I checked that out. Um, that's kind of fun, just being able to 
run around and see all these different Pokemon. Um, but anyway, that's those are what I've been playing. I haven't been playing anything new. I haven't cool. been playing Elden Ring personally because I'm not <laughs> a Soulsborne person. But I know everybody and their mothers playing. Like I, it's like at this point, I'm like, do do other people even play Forbidden West and Legends Arceus anymore? I think it's just me. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> like everyone's playing Elden Ring. That's why I feel kind of bad for Horizon. Um, because it's like yeah, the it first... always happens to them. Always yeah. released with a ten out of ten game. Well, yeah, and so like Last yeah, her, uh, Breath of the Wild. Yes. Um, yep. So I have been playing Elden Ring. I initially was gonna stay away from it. Um, I gave into FOMO, obviously. Um, <laughs> but then, uh, so the encouraging part is like I've seen people like like my buddy Caleb and like a few other people like are checking it out for the first time, and I love that because this is the first time the Soulsborne community has been encouraging. Usually, it's just Oh, get good, you know, like, <laughs> but it's been very encouraging. Um, and so for me, like, I've tried those games before, and like, I just never stick with them. Does um, it have a beginner's difficulty? Nope, there's no difficulty setting. No, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, um, so it's like I like I understand the genre, and I know what it's all about, you know, like. So mm-hmm. it's like I I do have experience. Like I've gotten through a good chunk of Sekiro and Dark Souls three in the past. Um, but this one, I can say it's definitely, they they make it, I, I, so there are things they do to where, like, they make things a slight, slightly more friendlier than previous games. Like, mm-hmm. there's literally a bunch of the, like, checkpoint things everywhere. It, um, it, they're called uh, Lost Grace points. And basically, like, it's like a touch grace, you know, like. Which, like, the religious themes of that, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> but, so basically, you have all these grace points, which are basically, like, the checkpoints, the bonfires in the other games. And then there are these, like, little, like, cross, like, totem-looking things you can you can respawn at if you die. Like, during a boss fight or, like, during an encounter, you can spawn at those. Um, so there are ways where they've made it kind of easier. Not, not I don't want to say easier, that's the wrong word, more accessible. Um, mm-hmm. while still maintaining, maintaining their, like, pedigree for difficulty and challenge. Um, the integrity, yeah. Yes. Sense. So the thing they do, which they, they kind of trick people, is uh, they literally give you a mandatory, like, here, you know, clear this boss, you know, pretty early on. And you go and fight that boss, you're not going to beat him. Um, straight up. You're just not going to. Um but, um, so then when you actually go and, like, okay, fine, like, uh, you're like, I'm not gonna do that. There are plenty of camps of enemies to destroy, there are plenty of dungeons, like, there's just an open world, and it's, the world is just yours to explore with a lot standing in your way and a lot of cool, weird things to see, a lot of weird, like, mini-bosses and things, and so it's one of those things where it's like, if you do that grinding and you discover all, you know, these cool items and these cool, like, weapons and armor that, you know, your character may or may not be able to use, like, eventually you're going to be strong enough to go and take down uh, that boss. And they do emphasize, so a big thing that the Elden Ring, or that the Souls games have always had are, like, you can summon, like, players to help you. But this one actually has, like, summonable, like, uh, I feel like, um, so there's, like, uh, yeah, so they're basically, like, summons, but they're NPCs. And so there's, like, one of them, the first one you get is, like, a group of wolves, um, I killed this mariner who was like a, he was like a ghost ferryman, and I got, um, a group of skeleton militia from him, um, that I could summon during, like, boss fights and stuff. Um, and it's really easy to summon with, like, your friends during, uh, encounters as well. Like, 
me nice. and a couple buddies of mine were like, hey, like, let's try this boss fight together. Let's do this dungeon together. And as soon as you complete it, complete it, it despawns your friends. But, like, they've made it easier than ever to, like, summon help, you know? And, and I think they've in, it, they encourage it a lot more. Um, so I feel like there could be the gatekeeping in of players going, like, oh, I beat this boss, no summons. You know, like, they could totally, like... There's people that could be like that, you know, be elitist or whatever. Um, but I like it. It's one of those things where I, I was I was getting frustrated with with it a little bit, as I usually do with these games. And I said, no, I'm gonna go fight that boss later. And last night I beat the first boss, um, Margaret or or Margaret, I believe his name is. Um, and that was just so exciting. Like, and um, not long before that, my buddy beat him too. And I was worried about, uh, I was worried about Caleb. I'm like, dude, you're not going to like this game at all. And so, like, he got into it, too. So that was encouraging to me. Like, more people are playing this game, and the community is being very encouraging. So, yeah, that's cool. I, I'm going to be playing more of it. It's exciting. Um, so, yeah, it's still, like, it's not, so you mentioned the, there's, like, all those 10 out of 10 scores, and, like, it's one of the highest re- reviewed games on Metacritic. Um, mm-hmm. The, the the like disclaimer I, I would say is that just because a game is a 10 out of 10 doesn't mean it's necessarily for everybody you know like okay yeah absolutely or just because a game gets high scores doesn't mean it's for everybody uh, I think it's honestly like I mean yeah it seems like there are people that are giving it a try and that are enjoying it which is good but I just feel like yeah it's it's not gonna be for everybody um doesn't sound like it's for me. So, so, so I was like, it's ten so, out of ten. Maybe I should look into it. I'm so, good. so, so check this out. You guys know how Joe is with those games. Like Joe, like platinum oh, yes, the second one. Sir. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna credit this to other games being out, but me and Jamie are both further than he is. I think like he's wow. you know, he's played other things. Like he's playing Guild Wars two with his wife right now and stuff. Yeah, that's for those who don't know these names. Joe yeah. used to be a host on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Joe Morgan. Yeah. And then uh, Jamie, he's on our Twitch team. Yeah, I was going to say Jamie's streaming Elden Ring right now, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, Jamie has had, had quite an quite a, uh, experience, too. But, like, for, for me, like, it's just kind of wild. But I, I credit, the, I credit like, there's so many games out right now, like, and Joe's interacting with other things that he hasn't put the time in, in Elden Ring as, as he probably should. So it feels weird to say, like, I'm further in that game than Joe is right now. <laughs> yeah. But he's off doing other things and enjoying other games, so... But I've had a lot of fun with it. So, cool. um, real quick, I'm not going to spend too much time on it, um, unless y'all want me to highlight something, but I did get my Oculus and the thing is amazing. Uh, I finally broke it out last week. Um, there I'm playing some really cool immersive stuff. Like there's a boxing game I'm playing on there. Not the Creed one, but it's called, um, Thrill of Fight. And that's super simulation. Cool. Like it just feels like you're in the middle of a boxing match. When well, I say boxing is like the highest, I think it's the second yeah uh, highest cardio that is uh, a good workout like creed the creed one is very much like a very video gamey but this one is like straight up like three minute rounds like simulation like you're using your own energy you don't have to worry about a, a character's stamina like you're literally throwing punches as hard as you want or as weak as you want like it's just it's super cool. yeah uh, that game cardio. made me sweat like that game <laughs> it was nuts um the immersive thing like the one of the more immersive ones i think is really cool that I wish I would have recorded it, but um, I did play the first episode of Vader Immortal, which is the Star Wars thing that's been around for a bit. Um, I had a moment where I was messing with the lightsaber in the dojo, and they basically put out the drones, like, you know, that, like, Luke, you know, trains against and all the Jedi's trained against. 
And so there was a point where, like, they go around, like, they move behind you. They start moving all around you. And ready to roll. So there was a point where I heard one literally move behind me and get ready to shoot. And I literally turned around and just blocked it with my lightsaber like a dang pro. I was like, oh, my gosh, that was so awesome. It's freaking uh, cool. Yeah, so. Um, and then I have tried other things like Pistol Whip and Beat Saber. Um, Beat Saber is really cool. Beat Saber is so fun. Uh, yeah, I love that game. It's it's really cool. And then I tried Pistol Whip, which is basically the same thing, but with guns. And I feel like that game is much more difficult than Beat Saber. Like, and I'm playing that on I'm playing both on easy mode, and Pistol Whip on easy mode is like ridiculous. Um, so yeah, um, Beat Saber is definitely the better one, I think, or at least the more accessible one. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I've been doing for gaming. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll we'll get into the gaming news then. Um, okay. I don't know where you guys want to start on this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> it's like one of those situations. It's like, well, you want the good news or the bad news first? Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, we've already been talking about Pokemon. Let's talk about Pokemon first. Um, okay. But I guess I don't know. It's gonna. Be, I mean, it'll come up. it's a matter of do we end on a good night do we end on a bad note that's really it either way we're moving on to movies uh okay all right well since since the elephant's in the room uh, (laughs) evo uh the organizers of evo have come out and they made a statement about how excited they are about evo 2022 being in vegas again this year which i won't get to compete (laughs) if it's in vegas this year yeah no online stuff anymore um I'm looking actually for the statement in our chat. But they have basically said that um, Nintendo has backed out of Evo, so there's not going to be any Smash at all. Um, so dumb. Smash is officially gone from Evo. Uh, I don't think they said, like, permanently, but I, and, um, it is I would be surprised year. if they would just bring it back all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, so that's the <laughs> thing, too, is, like... I mean, maybe they think, like, oh, our, our PR cycle for that is done. We don't need it anywhere, you know? like. Um, There's a couple theories. Um, yeah, go for the it. The one I honestly think is what I hope the most is just that mm-hmm. because Evo's owned by Sony now, they just yeah. don't want to have their stuff in a Sony thing. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. Um, one of the other theories is that they actually did a, announce a partnership with Panda a while ago. Panda Esports. Um, oh. Well, it used to be Panda Global. They're just Panda now. Uh, they they announced that they're doing a partnership for a like tournament series or a circuit. Oh, that could be. Was announced, and then but the thing is, if I remember correctly, I don't remember if it was the Panda one or if it was a different tournament thing that they announced. But like they finally released what the. Um, prizes were gonna be and it was uh-huh. like a backpack yay That's lame. like just super lame like not actually <laughs> what smash players want like, smash like a... players just want to be <laughs> that treated sounds more like, like a participation esports. trophy yes it, it's so it's pretty silly so yeah some people are yeah pe- some people are saying the sony thing some people are saying um it's because they got their own circuit thing going on that's what they want you know people to pay attention to instead um, yeah honestly it's it's because they hate esports. Nintendo is anti esports through Which, and through. Arguably, Smash. I've had some of the most fun with Smash I've ever had without items and like actually playing it like a fighting game. Like yeah, straight I mean, up. Me too. Yeah. I love I to mean, play casually, but I think yeah. I mean I've been 
me and my husband have been so much on the grind when playing competitively and like it, being with the community like the community at least around here is like just so cool yeah um, that's awesome and like we're just all i don't know we all just like playing the game and why we just it's just so frustrating that a corporation as a corporation nintendo just sucks so bad like how they because yeah. this has been going on for ever right for for people who don't know like they always like they've been, they have history shutting be, down you know um melee tournaments yeah. that are not a hundred percent in person simply because they're using um a type the of emulation yeah like to be able to compete online like they uh project m has been hit the hardest project m being sort of a uh mod of a very popular mod off of brawl yeah um, it fixed a lot of brawls issues and it's really fun in different ways i've tried it before it's actually it is very fun it's very cool um but because it is an unofficial mod um nintendo literally will always find any any semblance of a project end tournament and shut it down and say like you can't do this yeah like every single time um even though it's not harming anyone because brawl is such an old game at this point yeah that's like why do you care nintendo why do you care so much it's like nintendo is always just going out of its own way um to purposefully harm the smash community and in mm. these grassroots smash tournaments and it's like just actually insane to me because it's like they're such a big company and they're making so much money from other venues or, or avenues um so why do they still spend so much time and energy going after these things yeah it's it like seems... they're literally targeting their own fans in a lot of ways exactly they're harming their own fans yeah. in this way it's like why wouldn't you want to um encourage your fans to play the game more yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why wouldn't you, like, want that? Like, I get that, you know, right now it's like, oh, Smash is not the newest game. It came out in 2018, or Smash Ultimate, and, and all the DLCs out, and therefore we can't make more money off of it, so we're going to move on to other projects. I understand that's like, okay, fine. Like, I don't necessarily expect you to go out of your way to make your own tournament, like they did with yeah. them, and they partnered with Panda, right? But that was really unexpected of them. I think, if anything, the, the Smash crew just wants to be, like, left alone to do their own things. If anything, they just want Nintendo to actually support, like... Because if Nintendo put any sort of money or any sort of support in any of these tournament series, um, people would be more willing to play the game, I think. Yeah. And I don't know why you wouldn't want that. Because, like, if you look at other esports, like, freaking like, Dota League and stuff, it's and, like... And honestly, like, Smash is probably what's getting people into other fighting games, too, you know? like Exactly. It's, like, it's... Yeah. You legit can make so much freaking money from games like that, like, Overwatch, um, Valorant, things like that. You can make so much money from that. And, like, again, Nintendo just, like, goes out of their way to harm the Smash community. And it's just so... It's so frustrating, because it's like, again, why wouldn't you want... Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, why wouldn't you want your fans to enjoy the game like they're playing your game? Yeah. Why does it have to be played the game the way... The exact same way that you want it to be played? You know? That's what's the really big question mark. It seems Nintendo is so traditionalist yeah. in so many it's, ways. Like, It's very like, fascinating that Smash did get turned into, like, a straight-up 1v1, like, fighting game. Like, it's so cool that that happened, you know? Like, yeah, it's like, I just... I don't know. It blows my mind every time, but at the same time, I'm never surprised. Like, yeah. seeing this happen, I was like, I wasn't necessarily surprised. But it was like, it's still really disappointing because Evo 
brings a lot of eyes to Smash, or it did, like, you know, when MKLeo is, is yeah. now the one and only Evo champ in Smash. Yeah. Um, And we just have to go to other tournaments for that. It's just Evo, again, so many eyes are on Smash yeah. and other fighting games. I know for a fact that people are going to be watching Evo, and even if they don't have that fighting game, they may watch it and be like, this is super cool and want to try this out. Yeah. And now Smash can't be part of that, so... Um, yeah, it's just really disheartening, yeah. and I just don't understand how Nintendo... It's like they have an entire team to just, like, destroy fans' hopes and dreams. <laughs> I don't really understand it. It's yeah. like, they literally spend all this energy that they could spend doing other stuff. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it's very disappointing. So I'll read the statement from Evo, just because it has other information. It says, please join us March 8th at 5 p.m., Specific on twitch.tv slash evo for the evo 2022 announcement show while we're thankful for all the amazing games joining us later this year in vegas we want to let you know in advance that super smash bros will not be making a return appearance uh since 2007 we've seen historic smash bros moments created at evo's events we're saddened that nintendo has chosen not to continue that legacy with us this year in the future we hope to once again celebrate the Super Smash Bros. community alongside them. Gosh, that's crazy reading that set, reading that statement. Yeah, because that sounds like it's indefinite. You know, like they didn't. Yeah. They, yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's it. Sucks because like I love Evo thing. and it gets me excited to play so many fighting games in the summertime and and it's really but, fascinating to see like Smash and like such a what I feel is like a younger crowd at Evo. Yeah. Um, that too. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the thing with Nintendo, though, is every yeah. time they do something super scummy, <laughs> almost, like, the next day or that the next week or whatever, they do some. They, like, have this crazy announcement, this other crazy thing yeah. going on. Um, in this case, it happened to be Pokemon, Pokemon Day. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, so I guess there's the thing where it's like, oh, it's technically not Nintendo, but come on, people. It's Nintendo. It's it's, it's uh, Nintendo, but it's yeah, it's um, yeah. it's Nintendo making money. Yeah, but it's up. not necessarily the devs of Nintendo. Yeah, I mean it's it's like the Pokemon company. It's like whatever. It's a, it's That's the still Pokemon Nintendo. And Game Freak devs. Game, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, so they announced the, um, on Pokemon Day. They announced the new gen uh, Pokemon games, uh, which are coming out later this year. And this year called... is insane. I know, and it, it feels like we just got, this you know, year. like, so much Pokemon stuff, and it's, like, it's not like stopping. we did. I just, um, they're, I'm like, is this team being overworked? Like, I understand I've heard, like, that they do have different teams for different projects and I things. I which yeah. Honestly, is really obvious when you think about it, because, like, oh my gosh, think about, like, Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond compared to Legends Arceus compared yeah. to just the trailers we're seeing of this new upcoming game. It's, like... Of course they had different teams, but also I'm like, I can't just be paying 120 bucks. Well, if you want the double pack for, like, technically, yeah, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl came out last year, but it was, like, the end of last year. So if you wanted both those games, which if you want to get all the Pokemon all those games, you would need both those games. That's 120 bucks. And then if you get Legends Arceus, which comes out only a couple months later, yeah. technically in 2022, that's another 60 bucks on top of that. And now if you want these new two games, because we're back to the two games thing, yeah. going to be the same situation as before. If you want all the Pokemon, you're going to have to get both in the double pack that will inevitably be $120. Again, it's like, holy cow, 
You're taking so much of my money. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ugh. Nintendo. Um, it's it's for, and I'm like while you're at it, give me a poke into. Um, <laughs> while they're okay, at no, it, give me another mystery dungeon or rangers game. Oh, Can we do yeah. more Mister- spinoffs? Please? Another mystery dungeon would be cool. Um, yeah, oh we talked gosh. about how much we like spinoffs around here. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they it showed the starters and everything, and I like the little fire turtle. Yes. whatever he is. I don't know what you call him. He looks like a dinosaur. Like a crocodile. crocodile. Yeah, yeah. He's very cute. Um, yeah, that's a cute little thing. Um, the, everyone's talking about like the grass cat, and then um, the fact that the, the not far fetch. Yeah, the he's duck. just Donald Duck. Donald Duck, yeah. He is Donald Duck. Yeah, yeah he's Donald Straight Duck. Up. He has a yeah. bubble hat. It's yeah. very funny. <laughs> yeah, cheeky. Yeah, um, it looks good. They talk. They showed like it very. It looks very open world. Like it looks like Pokemon Legends. They're advertising right? it as open world. They literally said this is They're an open world. Advertising game. it. I love how you said advertising it because when it actually comes out, <laughs> that could be a different thing. I guess, yeah. but it's like I at this point, I really hope that you know if it's as open world as Legends Arceus, fine by me. Yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, I, so... I hope they actually know. It's like I think when they advertise like open world stuff in Sword and Shield, they didn't really have a good understanding of what that was. Like they were still yeah. playing with the idea. They really tested it out in Legends Arceus, and then they're like, "Okay, yes, open world works. We can do this. We're yeah, doing this. that map is literally a straight line in uh, whatever game that is. Sword Shield. Sword, is it Sword and Shield? Is yeah, that? Is. Are you serious? Huh? If I remember. I mean, look at the map, yeah. and it's just like a vertical. I mean, there's more. You don't go straight up, right? Wow. You basically go straight up that map. That's wild. Um, you go back and forth. I haven't even played the game, but I was like, "That's, <laughs> no, that's that it. was why I didn't buy that game is because I saw that map and it was just like, no." Now that I think about it, like watching Shelly like play that earlier this year, it looked like there was like there wasn't really much going on in the sides. Like there was always you're always going I, up. Something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know about that game. Going yeah. north. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, it looks good from what we have seen, at least, yeah. like, if they can do towns and those open areas all together, yes, oh, that'd be cool. that's all I want. That's, the that's that the dream play. right there. I really, literally just need, um, I don't even know we talked about the names, it's Violet and Scarlet. Yes. So, it's Violet and Scarlet, but, um, and Space in Spain, which is incredibly cool to me. Um, Wasn't there but... hints that they were going in that direction anyway, before? Maybe. I feel like there was, like, references to other, like... They had references um, to Pokemon potentially, purple. like, a game set in, like, India. Oh, okay. They had, like, that that, that big crazy. elephant that was, like, oh, this came from a different region, but, like, they're not... That's not going to be the one hmm. for this okay. one. Did they do one um, that was United States-based? Yeah, they did. They did, a, Which... like, New York Kalos? Not Kalos. Was it Black and White? Unova? I don't know. I think Unova was U.S.-based. Unova's Black and White, isn't it? Yeah. I think it was. I think it was Unova. It was Gen. I think it was Gen Five, if okay. not Gen Six, one of the two. Maybe Gen, what was Gen Seven? I don't know. Y'all lost. Paris, me. Y'all lost. One me. was New York. <laughs> um. Well, Gen Seven was Hawaii, so Hawaii is in the U.S. Oh, Technically, okay. yeah, yeah. That's a weird. Yeah. I mean, but no, like, they, yeah, I think it's not Unova, like Americanized, but yeah. Talos, I think, was um. Alola. Paris was france we need another united states one and then it needs to be midwest and like there needs to be specific characters midwest is in all say it's all in there or not in Kallus, okay sorry you know, i keep getting it mixed up like there's midwest they there. all need to say ope <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that reminds me 
reminds me that I was playing in Legends Arceus and there's this one guy who's from Alola and he says Alola and you ha- he has an Alolan Pokemon with him and he's like yeah there are some Alolan the oh, that's cool. in the... and we're like whoa in Arceus? Whoa. in Arceus, Arceus? yes someone called it Arceus the other day and now I can't not say it that way <laughs> well you could say that but I'm gonna judge you I'm just gonna say what the official yeah. Pokemon says um, which is Arceus tomato tomato no just kidding um, um what was I, I think it was like IGN or something, and I was just like, okay. Oh, yeah. All I literally want, literally all I want in this game, is the exploration sort of aspect and um, Pokemon catching style, as in Pokemon Legends Arceus, and the the fact that there's not a huge transition to any battle. Like, oh, I love having it all so be much. like, because that's like one of my favorite parts of Legends Arceus. It's so overlooked. Um, or, sorry, underlooked. I think it's, oh, I take it for granted, really is the fact that every battle is so seamless. Like, there's really not this crazy, like, like, every single time you encounter a Pokemon, like, that takes up so much time. It's very immersion-breaking. So if they continue with that, if they, and so you can, like, have the option to just, like, catch a Pokemon with a Pokeball, but it's like, oh, it's too hard. Well, now I have to actually start a Pokemon battle. I mean, the fact is you can already, like, they show, they advertise, like, you can see the Pokemon walking around just like in Legends Arceus. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's that's it, hopeful. It looks like um, Arceus then, was really a prototype. Yeah, which is great. I mean, that's kind of what we all thought, though. Like, yeah. all of us were, like, dogging on the graphics, but we're like, oh, it's probably just that they're testing this out. And, like, I think that's still the case. Yeah. Um, it just happens yeah. to be a very fun prototype, I think. I found it. I, yeah, I, I agree. I fun with it. But, um, and so I literally prototype. just, what? Set in full price prototype. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I want that. But then, yeah, you could just have the cities and the gyms. And you can still do gym battles. And you can still do trainer battles. You could be There could be trainers around that you have to fight. Yeah. Just like in a regular po- Pokemon game. And like, that's great. That's fine. Literally just combine those two aspects. And that's going to be the Pokemon game that people wanted for actual years, I feel. Like, because people have been looking for that sort of aspect for so long and we're getting a really good glimpse of it in Legends Very Arceus, close. but it's still not, it's still not, you don't have the gyms, you don't have Elite Four or anything like that. So literally, it's like, it's so simple. It's so simple that if they mess it up, oh my gosh, that's going to be terrible. They should, add a, they should add a Souls-like invasion system where you can go and invade other people's games as, oh like, the Team Rocket equivalent. Yes. That'd be sick. But I'm just That's saying, crazy. guys, like, it's so easy. It's such an easy thing they could just do is just combine those two things that if they mess it up, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to function. I guess I just won't buy the game <laughs> at that point if they don't, if they mess it up. That's the easy, That's the easy answer. I just won't buy the game if they fumble this bag. You got Will away with that with uh, so with uh, what was it, Sword and Shield? Technically, I mean, you still ended up playing it, but like you got away with that. I, that was I like tried it, but I the hope with that game is that it would be this open money. world. Yeah, yeah. Shelley's like, no, I'm borrowing this. I'm not giving them money. I'm just gonna play it. Absolutely, and I haven't touched that game in months because it's not <laughs> very good. It's not okay. a very good game. Cool. Um, yeah. That's gaming news. We could talk about that all episode if we wanted to. Gaming. Yep. We'll get into the movies then. Uh, I... Go first again. Why not? It's one of those days. Do it. Uh, (laughs) I watched The Kingsman. 
Um, or the yeah. King's Man, I think, technically. Yeah, that's the King's Man. The King's Man. Which I yeah. didn't finish it last week because it was late at night. Oh, so you got so. part of it. Yeah. You got about probably halfway through. Yeah, about halfway. Um, there are some cool twists and turns in the movie. Um, but basically, if you watch the Kingsman movie, um, they have a certain tone to them. And uh, the there's like a scene in the movie, a couple scenes in the movie that have that Kingsman tone. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it feels like a really serious war movie. And it... I don't know. It's just like it's like they took somebody who writes really serious war movies and was like, make a Kingsman movie, and he just kind of went, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he just like tried his best. Yeah, it's not bad per se, but I definitely found myself a little bit bored, um, a little just totally confused. Um, it's not really too, like too outstanding. There's not really any characters that kind of really highlight that movie like the other ones. Yeah, I mean. Kingsman to me is almost, it's not quite there, but almost as ridiculous as like uh, Austin Powers. Yeah. Um, Very and zany. so this, yeah, like, is it Billy, Billy Joel? What? Who's, and Kingsman 2? Kind of spoilery. Billy but. Joel? What? Like Big Glasses. Former? Who's the who's the artist with the big glasses? John Elton? Elton John? Or Elton, Elton John. John. Sorry. Oh my yeah, gosh. That's it. My bad. Anyways, like. Sense. Spoilers for Kingsman Two. Uh, it doesn't. It's not a big deal. That's it's just so fun. weird to think about that now because he played Elton John in Rocket Man. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so uh, okay. Anyways, Elton John, like in that movie. Uh, big spoilers here for a movie. He just it's fun. You don't really need to worry about the it's story. It's been now. a few years. Yeah. yeah, he uh, like the final scenes are in this like jungle hideaway. Um, the, the Elton John's, and it's just completely ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it's like the middle of a rainforest. And uh, the Kingsman just doesn't have that flair to it, I guess. Um, it has this really fun, uh, I guess, historical aspect to it, um, where it's like a historical fiction, kind of like Assassin's Creed, in that um, there's this fictional story that's happening, and it's causing all of the actual, like, real historical things to happen. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of cool. That's a good way uh, to put it, actually, kind of an Assassin's Creed kind of sense. Yeah. It's just not uh, the Kingsman that i've that i've seen so like from the other movies um which is completely bonkers and ridiculous and um make no sense yeah so i that's kind of where i where i stand on it it was i watched an hbo max it's probably worth watching hbo max but i wouldn't have bought a ticket for it i'm glad i didn't buy a ticket for it same um to watch it in theaters yeah lj i do think you should finish it yeah i i want to i, I really do uh, there are like i said there are some cool twists in there that i think you'll enjoy um it's just not a kingsman movie it sets itself up for a sequel uh without giving too much away i kind of don't think that they will make one and i kind of hope that they don't um i would rather another kingsman movie yeah same yeah. they need to do a third like a third in that proper, trilogy yeah mm-hmm. proper sequel yeah. yep i would rather that um lj what'd you watch i watched uh lupon the third the first which Ooh. sounds fun to say um, so it's a loop on the third is the classic anime, but, uh, G kids did this one, I believe. Um, which it's still got like, you know, it's about a thief, you know, it's kind of like a, almost an uncharted kind of sense. Like his dad was a really well-known thief. Um, but this is like a 3d animated one instead of a 2d animated. Oh yeah. I think last year, cool. last year, because I think this came out, I watched like the castle of Cogliostro, which was on Netflix. Um, but this one's like 3d animated and, 
Uh, I was really like surprised by the animation because it, it gave me vibes of like watching like King Kingsglaive and like Advent Children because it was so okay, well done. Cool. Like it looked like the cover. I feel like the box art doesn't really do it justice because it's this very like flat looking 3D image of him, like of like a side view of his face. But it's it, the animation's really good in, in it. And um, I was shopping around at Target the other day and I was like, "Ooh, there's a Blu-ray and there's one left. Like you're coming home with me because." <laughs> there's only one left and i was like yeah um so i bought it there um it, it was good it's it's a lot of fun um i don't know if it's just like streaming for free anywhere i didn't even look um yeah it's, it's a fun ride um especially if you like that like old older style of anime but they took it 3d um fun cast of characters um you know that are reoccurring throughout the series and it's its own like original plot um it's called the first, but it does. It's not like oh, like it's an origin story, you know, kind of a thing. Um, yeah. I think that's just like what they called it. Um, maybe because it's the first, and hopefully they, if they do more, that's probably why it's called the first of the, uh, you know, of that animation style. Um, but it's good. And then um, the other movie I didn't watch yet, but I bought along with that was um, I've heard it's really good, but that Catwoman animated one that just came out, uh, Catwoman okay. Hunted. Um, a buddy of mine, Josh from Victims and Villains, said it's really good, and so I saw that too, and I was like, I'm gonna, buy, I'm gonna grab that while I'm here. Um, but yeah, cool. That's... Anything DC? Yeah, yeah. Is it DC? Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. Um, anime stuff. Catwoman awesome. is, yeah. But um, yeah, it's pretty unique. Like, it's kind of very anime inspired from what I've seen. Like, I don't know if it's like full on anime, but it oh looks, yeah, yeah, wow. The style of it looks an anime. Um, yeah. So I'll probably watch that next week. Actually. Yeah, while I'm in the thick of, like, Batman hype, I'll probably watch that Catwoman movie. <laughs> um, which, we have a review on the website of Batman already. One of our writers got a screener for that, so um, if you go check that out. And, uh, yeah, so that's what I've been watching. Cool. Uh, well, we'll get into the movie news then. Jelly, what's going on? We don't have a ton for um, movie news, so we can, <laughs> again, we, we won't have much to say. Um, the first thing is that, uh, if you guys didn't know, there's going to be another Beetlejuice movie, by the way. There's going to be another Beetlejuice movie. Beetlejuice 2. I don't know what's what Beetlejuice? About. I'm kidding. I know what it is, but um, <laughs> I feel like so many people aren't going to know what Beetlejuice yeah. is. I feel like you underestimate. I feel like I know... I feel like of all my friends, I know the least about Beetlejuice. It's, it's got a cult following, like almost a Hot Topic-esque like, cult following. <laughs> yes. Um, oh. But anyway, just some news about this. Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder are returning for it. So that's, that's pretty cool. big. I mean, those are great actors. Um, very cool people. That's so. amazing. They're still like doing stuff too, both of them. So it's like, it's not yeah. just like, oh, this actor you haven't seen in like 20 years is coming back. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's that's fun thing. I think. Yeah. But I honestly have no more to say about it because I I never watched the original Beetlejuice. But yeah, I have a lot of friends who love Beetlejuice. It's good. Very dark. And, very into you know, it. Um, Tim, what Tim Burton is known for. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that but Danny Elfman music. The other thing too is uh, that um, they've been the song Sega Team or you know whoever handles the posters for the sonic movie um paramount have been probably i guess yeah paramount um have been updating their um posters to include that, like that movies do all the actors soon. and all the actresses so that includes uh colleen uh o'shaughnessy o'shaughnessy 
I'm very I'm pretty bad at saying that. But O'Shaughnessy. that's um yeah. So <laughs> but she's Tails voice actress and has yeah. been for a long time. Yep. And they got her back, you know, they have obviously Idris Elba for Knuckles and um Ben Schwartz for Sonic, but they're like, No no no, we gotta get the OG for Tails and they're finally respecting her as a voice actress and putting her on the poster with everybody else, yeah, which super is cool. yeah. hype. Which um, they went back and changed because she wasn't on there before. So Exactly, yeah. So it's like, that's what I'm saying, though. Again. Sega listens to their fans. They did this in the first movie, and look how it turned out. It turned out very well. Everyone said, hey, that song looks like crap. He looks so ugly. Oh, my gosh. And then, then they're like, you know what? You're probably right. We should change this. And now everyone's saying was saying, I remember, everyone was just like, hey, why don't you have Colleen on these posters? Yeah. Like, she is Tails, and, like, that's going to be a very big role um, for a movie like this. And you need to, like, we, we I, I just love how, you know, they listened, and now she's on there. And it's like, finally, we're, we're getting to this point. Like, this is one of the first times I'm seeing, like, just a regular voice actress um, on the same level as these big name actors, yeah. and I'm like, we need to make this the norm for animated stuff. We need to uh, make this a normal thing where it's like these voice actors who are really freaking good at their jobs and really good at what they do um, and deserve to be respected as much as these big name actors. It's like I'm I just so tired, and we've heard me rant about this time and time again. I'm so <laughs> tired of just like animated movies, animated yeah. things in general, being like, oh. Look at all these big names that we have. Um, more on Nintendo. that later in the TV section. Um, <laughs> but I, I just get so tired where it's like, oh, look at all these big name actors who aren't even necessarily um, like good at voice acting. Uh, I, I know we always poke fun at um, Chris Pratt. At least I know he does have, you know, like he did the Lego movie and stuff. Like, yeah, like he does like, have the okay, voice acting you know chops. but That's fine. But it's like the rest of like, for example, the Mario lineup. I'm just like... What the frick? And I'm just so annoyed with all these big name actors just being placed in voice acting roles. It's like, that doesn't mean they're good at voice acting just because they're good at acting. It's two different things. Yeah. They are two different, like, things. Exactly. So, um, anyway, I just think it's a really great, awesome thing. Um, very, it's just, it's so easy, too, right? Like, it's so easy to just put the actors and actresses' names on the poster um, of a movie that they're going to be performing in. It's so easy to just include that information. So, like, why isn't that the norm? Why is yeah. this so unique? So, so I guess you could whole, say Sega does what Nintendo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bring it back. Frick yeah. Nintendo. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because it's Sega it's the complete opposite. They're putting Charles Mart- uh, Martinet in a cameo role while Tails, the voice actress of Tails, is like straight up there. You know. Yeah. It's like, I just can't even count the how many times Sega has listened to fans and it's panned out in their favor. I think that's what Nintendo doesn't realize. Nintendo is like, oh, fans creating stuff, fans doing stuff, fans creating yeah. ways to make games or to play our games. No, 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 they're not doing it the right way, so we're going to have to shut it down. Yeah. Whereas Sega is like, oh, you guys make Sonic games? Yes. That's awesome. They got we love the passion. To do Sonic and, and his company to do Sonic Mania. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like and yeah. that panned out in their favorite. Everyone loved that and everyone's like really cool. And yeah. um I mean, they're like even Sonic social media is so ingrained with like the memory that is Sonic. Yeah. They see their fans creating all these meme things with Sonic and they're just like, Hey, that's actually pretty cool. We want to embrace this. It's it's really funny. 
like you're making fun of us kind of but we think it's really funny so we're gonna go along with it yeah and again with the sonic movie the og changing and now with the poster it's just like this always goes in their favor it's almost as if listening to fans um makes your fans happy it's crazy concept i understand you're that nintendo, for nintendo. Um, <laughs> I guess they're I just them. way too high up on their money tower to listen. I, I, I suppose. I don't know. I would love it if they actually listen to fans. Um, yeah. Like like uh, like Sega does. Yeah. I don't know. So that's a, it's setting a standard, I feel. Mm. Sega is. Yeah. But that's all we got for movie news. That's really it. Um, not much at all. Cool. Well, we'll get into the TV news then. LJ. What's, what's going on Clone Wars? Oh, man. I'm loving my rewatch of that so much. Like, it feels like season four is the season that got good. Like, it, it definitely hits all the notes we talked about before. How, like, the whole Jedi thing and just how, like, really messed up that whole world is. Like, during the Clone Wars. And I'm, like, I'm sitting there going, like, dang, this was a kid's cartoon? Like, a Cartoon Network? Like, I was not ready for that. <laughs> um, so, it's been good. Um... Yeah, I'm I'm really liking it. Um, if Boba Fett did one thing right, it got me to watch Clone Wars. Uh, like seriously. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's been good. Um, it makes me want to stream. So I have like the Disney Infinity stuff, on Steam, and there's like a whole Star Wars section. I think it's devoted to like Clone Wars as well. So I'm like, I should totally stream that one day. Um. <laughs> Just because I'm into it right now. Um, and then the other show that I'm watching that is more a little more graphic than. I expected it to be. Um, I mean, there's like one scene in particular in like one of the first few episodes, but Reacher is still really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, cool. But there's like a whole scene where it's like a dude up on the wall, up like stuck up on this wall, like a body, and it's like it's pretty graphic. Um, so I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Like I didn't think they were gonna go there, but it's Amazon, you know, like they like to go that extra mile. Um, whether it's like in whether it's like intended or not. Um, but yeah, Reacher is really good. Like I'm really liking that actor as as Reacher, and the dude's just so intimidating. Like he just walks up to people and he's like, "No, nah, you're not. You're not going to do this." Like, and they're like, "Okay, fine. Like you're twice my size, and you're gonna crush my <laughs> skull with your bare hands." Like I'm good. Um, like there's another part where like the, they asked him, they're like, "Oh yeah, this guy. You know, these guys. You know, they did this headbutt move on me," and he goes. And then the, the other cops are like, well, how'd you, you know, like, how, like, what do you know about that? And he's like, oh, yeah, they're basically, like, cartel or some or some kind of, like, Colombian militia. And they're like, you know, what made you say that? And he's like, well, they used a move on me that only those guys are trained to do. Like, and I was like, what? Like, they're, like, normal dudes attacking him mm-hmm. in a small town. And it's just amazing. Like, that, oh, yeah, it's such a good character. So I'm enjoying it. Heck, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's what I'm up to. Uh, a couple things that I've been watching besides, so I've been watching Vox Machina still, um, still enjoying it. Um, and then Walking Dead came back, so I've been watching that. Nice. Um, they're finally doing something uh, a little different, I feel like. Yeah. Um, the story's gone in a weird direction, which is cool. Um, I don't want to dive too much into it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought this was the last of i thought the season would be over after this or the show would be over after this it is part two of a three-part season oh, they just taken a year and a half to finish they're drawing it up 
yeah, it's really strange. Uh, I'm not complaining. I mean, I like Walking Dead. Um, I'm going to be sad when it's over, but I'm kind of ready for it to be over. I'm ready for that conclusion to just happen. Yeah. Um, I think my saddest thing is that it's it's gone so far from where season one was. Hopefully like it won't be like one. Game of Thrones bad. I don't think it will be. I think it will be... If I'm to guess, I'm betting it's going to be very underwhelming. Yeah, because there's a lot uh, that's happened so much, like you just said, like since that first season. Like yeah. The goals have changed and so much has changed that it's not going to have the impact that it probably should. Well, and I'm worried too with like, they have so many um, spinoffs going on and they're like pushing those. And so I feel like they're not going to really finish this story out because if they did, it would finalize a lot of those other shows. Um, yeah, I can see that. And yeah, I mean, just given like what season one was about, there's just no way that they go a route uh, that I can imagine where, you know, everyone is, yeah. like they find a cure or something. Um, yeah. Or they even go back to any kind of normalcy. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's cool. I'm I'm excited to see this, this come to a close just because um, it deserves it at this point. Yeah. Um, it has persevered. Uh, yeah, over the like, years, it's like just stop before like you hurt yourself again, kind of a thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's time. It's it's done. It's it's. I mean, yeah. I've watched so many seasons of the show. Um, they should be proud for like the fact that they were able to hold on during the times where they was getting really slow. Yeah. Um, and we're able to revitalize it and breathe some life into it to where it was actually really interesting again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. like we're almost three hundred episodes into this podcast. I'm pretty sure you have been or or Joe like when he first started has been watching Walking Dead like since we started. I might be wrong, but yeah. it feels that way. Yeah. I've like, been watching oh Walking gosh. Dead since before the podcast. Well, yeah, because uh, it came wow. out like that show's been around for such a long time. Yeah. I, uh, and I watched it a couple years after it had come out. Um, I think it was on Netflix. Yeah. And uh, so I watched, like, an episode. I think I watched an entire season. And then I went and told my wife, Tia, I was like, no, you need to go watch the entire season because we're watching this from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is a thing that we're going to be watching. That's cool. Uh, and, yeah, it's uh, it's really, really good. Um, very glad that I brought her along on the journey because she would not watch it herself. Yeah. Um, for those who have never, like, dived into Walking Dead, there's so much to it now, and there are some slow spells in it. Um, I will say, like, the first arc, I guess, where, it, like, things were exciting, and they were in the farm and stuff, um, and The Walking Dead was still kind of had a horror element to it. It doesn't do that very often anymore. Um, it's more of an action show. Um, probably the strongest Christian messages um, in any form of media in quite a while, and it was really, really cool um herschel is a specific character yeah that, just... I, that was oh gosh yeah there's such good moments uh christian moments in that show um now there's a preacher and sometimes uh, i love him and sometimes i i can't stand him um he had a moment recently that could have been really cool and uh he he did not uh deliver probably probably botched it with bad theology yeah yeah um <laughs> terrible theology i mean he's I'm not completely certain that he is a believer anymore. Oh. I think he does it as a job. Um, but he looks awesome. He's like, kind of gives something away, but he's got like, he's blind in one eye and it's like visibly blind. He's, yeah. Like, stars. That's what I'm and then he's about. got this like big black, like preacher's hat from the like Western. And then he's got his, his collar, Catholic collar. <laughs> um, he looks awesome. Um, but Herschel was definitely the better Christian influence in the Herschel show. Herschel was kind of the straight man. Yeah. He was this, like, old farmer. Uh, my The biggest line, um, 
not to reminisce too much, uh, I'll just never forget it was uh, about uh, Grimes, Rick Grimes. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of going crazy for a little while. And uh, he's like, I don't want to lead anymore. He's like, I just don't think I can come back from this. And Herschel grabs his hand and says, you can always come back. You always get to come back. Um, and it was just such a cool moment. Um, and obviously, you know, a heavy Christian message there as well. Yeah. Um, you can always come back. Uh, anyways. Yeah. We <laughs> had to get something in there today. No, but it's true, though. It really is. Yeah. So good. Um, the other show that I've been watching is Vikings of Valhalla. Um, and those, those who don't know, I love Vikings and Last Kingdom and all those shows. I go to Renaissance festivals. Um, I watched all the Vikings and so I was really excited for this show. It's good, uh, for the most part, but there are scenes and I don't know if I would have noticed this if someone else hadn't said something. So I'm sorry if I ruined the show for you by saying something. Um, but they said it felt like very much like it was on a set. And, uh, there have been two instances where I fully agree. The first one is in the first episode. Um, they are on a boat. And it literally looks like a green screen behind them. And then people are like throwing buckets of water on them uh, from the sides. Like it just, it does not look good. Uh, and then the second one, I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, <laughs> they were supposed to be in a swamp. Uh, the episode's called Marsh. Um, and not to give too much away, but they're in this marsh and uh, they get attacked. Uh, and I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no. Um, and so, like, they fall into the water, and the water is, like, clear. Even though they're in a swamp. And I, I've never been to a swamp before, but, I mean, LJ, are, are swamps, like... <laughs> uh, no, swamps are not clear. <laughs> like, LJ's course... from Louisiana. Yeah, I was I mean, like, say... we know. <laughs> I don't know about, like, in Europe or wherever they're at. But yeah, maybe it's <laughs> European waters, just really clear. I'm not sure. <laughs> Baby pollution is really just taking its toll. I don't know. Uh, but what is not can't be answered for is there's a light in the water, uh, presumably just so you could see their faces while they were fighting under the water from like a cinematic perspective. But I was like, why is there light under the water? Somebody I don't understand. To turn the pool lights off. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it literally looks. I mean, it literally looks like they had a pool, and then they took a bunch of grass and like built grass around it. That's it terrible. It's it's bad. Uh, but the rest of the show, like the acting has been, uh, fine. I haven't had any problem with it. It feels very much like Vikings. Um, and the story so far is, is decent. Uh, cool. very, the first episode is great. Um, storytelling wise. So I don't know. I, I'm going to keep watching it. I like it. It's just got some moments that I'm like, is this Sharknado? <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Rip. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, another thing to talk about on this too just uh, this is the geeks and Nerds podcast one cool thing that's happening is this takes place like 100 years after vikings does yeah um a lot of the oh. vikings in the show are christians that's awesome um, they've converted and so there's actually oh, wow. kind of a civil war going on um there's like certain Vi like christian vikings don't want to fight with like alongside um their pagan brothers and they're like, we need to have a mass conversion before we go and fight. And there's a conversation of like working with them anyways. And uh, it's just kind of cool to see. Uh, I'm, I'm in like these Renaissance groups and stuff. There are like people that are super into Vikings and say, you can't be a Viking because like that would be completely against 
or you can't be a Viking to Christian. Yeah. Um, like that would be like incorrect. And so there's these like the show that's kind of like there. There are that. themes there. I feel like I can totally connect with, especially now that I work in a secular environment. Like I would have mm-hmm. never been able to connect with that like before, you know, like totally. Yeah. So like when you say that, it just gives me vibes from like some of the things I deal with and some of the people I work with. So that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, this is cool. I don't know. I'm I'm enjoying the show so far. That's awesome. Uh, hopefully, there aren't like cars driving by in the back of the sets. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the a coffee of the shop in Game of Thrones or some yeah Starbucks yeah there you go uh, <laughs> I keep we'll get Game into of Thrones. it's too easy the news though um, yeah Game of Thrones <laughs> terrible season uh, glad Elden Ring is good George R. 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 Martin barely had anything to do with that game <laughs> he probably came oh, really up, well he probably came up with some of the like character ideas you know. But even the director was like, they're a whole different. The characters are so different, probably like from the first time he like helped design them up. Oh, okay. People are saying like, I wonder if George Martin remembers this game at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were like, all right, give us give us tips, and he was like, everything dies. They're like, they're like we're already good at that. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This one's gonna happen. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, we'll get into the news. We can kind of keep it pretty short. Yeah. Titan season four has started. Uh, there's no release date yet, um, but I know there's at least ten of us still watching that show. Uh, really excited about it. I think it's great. Um, <laughs> I feel like the same could be said for Walking Dead as well. But at least Walking Dead has like that's true a pedigree. Like yeah, <laughs> Walking Dead. I mean, I can't believe it was so funny because the viewership that was all the news talked about was. How much that show was dying. Yeah. But, that's, but so many people were still watching that's it. That's like saying like Fortnite is dropping numbers, you know? Like it's like there's still yeah, hundreds it's and like hundreds it's still way up there. of people. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Titans feels like a really expensive web series. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I like about it. Like it doesn't feel... I can't believe certain things get okay to that yeah, show. Yeah, like it feels like it shouldn't exist and I'm happy it still does. Like... Yeah. Just despite what happened to like DC Universe, you know, like that app, like not right. really being a thing anymore. I figured that would be kind of the end of it. Yeah, like I'm, I'm happy it's still around, and some of those mm. things are still alive. Yeah, uh, there's a fight between Red Hood and Nightwing in season three, and it's just like that shouldn't be a thing, <laughs> like <laughs> in live action. Yeah, I was like, we can't even get, we couldn't even get a decent Batman movie, but I'm hearing some pretty this. good things about. Yeah. yeah, I'm hearing that it's a uh, new Batman movie. It's gonna be pretty great. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that we didn't think should exist, The Boys Diabolical, is an animated show based off of The Boys, which is an Amazon TV show, um, and it's an anthology series. We got a trailer for it, and it kind of looks really good. It does. Like, I feel bad <laughs> for saying that because it's like so vulgar and like just adult. Yeah. But it looks genuinely like funny and well written. Like. And well animated, like it really looks solid. Yeah, it's like, like lots of big names. Styles for and everything. literally, Invincible even gets name dropped, like in the like trailer. And I'm and that was my that was my worry was like we already have Invin- Invincible, we don't need a boys animated show either, you know. But it, but this is a different thing than I think what we knew about at the time. So it just like right. it makes me wonder. I'm like, is I I haven't watched the boys, granted, but I'm like, is the boys like 
world and universe and concepts big enough to even have like a separate episode about yes i think so this thing, it could be like in it this could be any show like that's, it could have yeah. just that's been true. It, didn't, it could have just yeah. been invincible like if this was spinoffs of invincible um this like minus uh what's his name homelander homelander i was thinking highlander <laughs> uh watched too much vikings that shouldn't be the only one um, yeah uh besides homelander like the show looks like it could just be spin off of the invincible yeah i mean world. there are a few totally others that show up like what is it the character that's in all black i forget what his name is but the, the one that doesn't yeah talk. i forget his name but now. i mean even him like homelander is a very specific yeah character of the boys but like he's literally a knockoff the one you're talking about noir yes noir he's literally just batman i almost said vigilante but that was peacemaker yeah he could be vigilante. Oh my uh, gosh, I want a Peacemaker show like that. It could have been Peacemaker. It could have been like Suicide Squad themed. Yeah. Um, like these characters, a lot of these characters looks like it could have been Invincible and it would have totally made sense. So. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but it looks fun. I mean, I'm interested. It does look really good. And it comes out like on Friday, which is... Oh yeah, super soon. Very oh soon. I didn't expect it that soon. Yeah. I want more Invincible. I'll give Hopefully it a shot. some more of that. Yeah, but, yeah. We, we watch this um yeah that's the tv news though uh that's it for the podcast really are we geeking out about anything else this week not really i'll just be i'm definitely gonna watch batman so we'll talk about that next week yeah i won't be here next week but i will have seen it cool cool shelly you can get out of anything else nope all right i'm going to denver gonna go snow tubing oh that sounds fun yeah, I'm then going to Meow Wolf, Denver, which is three times as big as the one in Santa Fe. Um, if you don't know what Meow Wolf is, Google it. It's a museum uh, that's super, super cool. I was going to say, I feel like, I don't know if you talked about it somewhere, but I feel like I've heard about it. Yeah, I talked about it like when I went last time. Oh, to Santa prob- Fe's. probably. Um, but uh, very trippy, like... You go into the museum, and in the museum, inside the museum, there's a house, like an old 90s house. And you like open the refrigerator, and the refrigerator um, is a portal to another dimension. I'm using quotations with my fingers, uh, but it's like an art exhibit inside the fridge. Hmm. Super cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, well, in the podcast are then, though, Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can find me Tuesday nights. Um, twitch.tv slash geeks and a grace I am still playing through Persona 4 Golden cool and LJ uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LJ. Um still playing Canada Bridge of Spirits on a Twitch channel uh, Friday nights twitch.tv slash geeks and a grace cool. you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor keep gaming keep praying and God bless bye peace We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.